スロトトーンショーいや
but kind of yeah, when it like turned a little mainstream pop and it just was uh you know like uh yeah not 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 nearly my thing but well i don't really actually don't like those other bands as well like i don't like uh mcr and was it three seconds to mars and stuff like that yeah no yeah like that's not my thing either but panic doesn't have any of the screamo stuff it's literally just like it's literally just regular singing stuff yeah yeah, like, yeah. i think fall Boy literally has like one song that does that but that's you're thinking like bring me the horizon like all that other garbage stuff that i almost knew was it Hawth- hawthorne heights or whatever oh no, yeah no 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 that you know the funny thing that's is it is i played plenty of Planet panic at the disco back in the day i just don't i'm not rocking that stuff these days like i'm mostly uh have moved on from that and maybe i'll like put it on a playlist every once in a while but it's not like i'm rocking that stuff on my on my turntable or my ipod or anything like that you know yeah, that's no, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I just yeah I just think like yeah like in my like, that's I think that's the point was there was that gap that's where the gap was between that so yeah I think that's really the only overlap issue that we have but the rest of it like in the nineties but it's just that one era in, in the two thousands yeah that I think but you saw like a lot of things from the two thousands like you like Fleet Foxes and stuff like that right? Oh well, yeah, I mean I lo- I love a lot of the indie stuff. We both yeah, like Vaporwave. Yeah. We both yeah, like a lot of like uh, lo-fi. I like lo-fi hip hop and stuff like that. I like. Uh, I don't know if you like lo-fi hip hop, but I, I, like, I like you know s- samples and stuff like artists that do a lot yeah. of sampling and stuff like that. Instrumental hip hop, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, like. Uh, but but then we both love jazz. We both love classic rock. Both love the Beatles. But then again, that's not hard to say. I mean, lots of people love the Beatles, but yeah, um, yeah. There, there's a lot of. There's a lot of good overlap, like with Nirvana, like Nirvana, all the grunge stuff. Nirvana, absolutely. Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. Were you a big Pearl Jam? I never asked you. Love about that. Pearl Jam, absolutely. Okay, um, Pearl Jam. I yeah, you. and and I was just listening to a Retronauts episode. They're doing uh, '82, so the year I was born, right? They're doing '82 and '92. They're like year, decade, retrospective or whatever. You know, and they do. Yeah. And and Jeremy was putting a lot of uh, Nirvana stuff in in the '92. You know. Uh, so that was fun, but yeah, I was born during the video game crash, so <laughs> you know, that's that, fair. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's understandable, and I think that's uh, yeah, I think that's kind of interesting that we have that dynamic and that. But the thing is that you you discovered it as it was probably coming out or when it was mainstream. I only did it when it was like I think it was like ten years after the fact, like uh, right in the two thousands. I started getting into a lot of that stuff, but right. I but the like thing is, you were yeah. you were like a like a, when I was young, and the SNES was like the new shiny console that you just had to have, you know. And when yeah. you were about that same age, it was like the Dreamcast. Like you were bright and bushy tailed, getting your exactly. Dreamcast. You were so excited about it. I was already a little jaded, uh, like making my. You know, I, I think I would have I, I would have loved the Dreamcast even more if I had like got it for Christmas as a kid. You know, like being a teenager, having to work a job and not really getting to play it as much. I think it's not as special to me as it is to you. But yeah, so I still love the Dreamcast. But uh, I, I just think the the funniest thing that you mentioned that though is that how much of a different gap we were as people. Like, 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 like me and you now we really connected, we vibe and work together as coworkers. But right. if it wasn't like during then, I would you would have been like seventeen, I would have been seven, and right. ninety nine, right? Yeah, I yeah. think that's just kind of funny how two different worlds. It's like you know, it's like you, you and I would be worlds apart at that age, but now we're like pretty not, close together. Not necessarily though, because check this: when I was uh, when I was younger, I used to work like summer camps as a counselor, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so I like I'd have like a teepee full of uh, like seven or eight year old boys. Don't don't go there. <laughs> don't don't don't. 
I was a I was a co counselor. I did it to myself. But no, I mean like you know I had the 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 kids were teaching me all about like the tamagotchis and stuff like that, you know, and showing yeah. and uh, you know talking about you know PlayStation and stuff like that. And it was interesting because I had like a teenage perspective of PlayStation, and they had like a seven or eight year old perspective of PlayStation, and they all love Spyro. Like that it was either like Spyro or or. Uh, the other dude uh can't can't think of it right now crash, crash yeah crash or spiral yeah no that's not fair i like the I, first I, two I, crash I hate, games I hate, I hate crash you I hate crash that's like the worst like i was so annoyed that crash trilogy they got a trilogy we only got one spiral game what kind of what kind of messed up world is that yeah the good, the good, we shafted again shafted as always but but it's kind of funny you, you mentioned that, though. That, that, uh, well, uh, yes, sorry, unrelated to the, the, the joking with the, the boys in the tent. Right. I watched that. I just watched that documentary on Jimmy Savile on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, literally, oh. I think nobody else, unless they're from the UK, would know why that is so bad. Oh. So, uh, yeah. So, if, if you, I imagine Martin's probably going to be like, oh, crap, you watched that? Oh, sorry to hear that. And whoever knows whoever Jimmy Savile is. So, uh, but yeah, that documentary is really horrid. I, I There was a, it was on him with Top of the Pop, and oh, he right. did that show. I think I think he did it when Nirvana even did the lip syncing thing too. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, on a slightly better topic, I do think that it's 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 that it's really cool that you can connect it. It makes me hope that when I'm older, I can connect to ki- connect like you did with like the Tamagotchis and stuff with my kids. Yeah. Because you like, can. I, I think that's kind of one thing I w- I want to do as a parent, like connect to my kids, like yeah. work with them. That's the thing. I'm I'm like. Yeah. I I th- I always assume that kids uh, wouldn't engage with games that are too heady, for example, or like just too strategic based. But I'm always surprised at how my my son just gravitates towards that kind of stuff because I'm passionate about it. Like Final Fantasy XII, he absolutely loves it right now, and he's just like getting into all the gambits and stuff like that. And yeah. he thinks it's even better than Breath of the Wild right now. Like he that he doesn't even play Breath of the Wild now. He just is into Final Fantasy XII. Like I, I thought that was too like technical of a game for a, a seven or eight year old to play. But no, like whatever you share your passion with them, if like it's Neo Geo or whatever, I'm sure that your kid, <laughs> if you have a kid, will probably end up being into Neo Geo because those games kick ass even all these years later. You know. Um, it is kind of funny, kind of funny, because like I think that's part of like underestimating the kids. Because like I look back and I think, how the heck did I beat Ocarina of Time as a kid, as a seven-year-old? You know? Seriously, and you I had a lot of it. time, is what it is. You had tons of time. That's that's yeah, what it was. Fail, you yeah. Fail, like okay, I'll try this differently. And it's like, yeah, you think you think that you don't, you know, you can't, and like it's like underestimating it. Like like if I imagine if you gave it to your kid, he'd be able to beat Final Fantasy 12 like pretty fairly easily you know yeah but also it holds your hand a lot now like with being able to fast forward it and having having a bunch of quality of life improvements on the switch makes it easier because um I you know he probably could dump hours and hours uh into it without having like the auto saves and stuff like that but I mean this definitely makes it easier for him because when we were kids that's the thing we didn't have safe states we didn't have any of that thing we just had a lot of time <laughs> we would just keep playing it until we got better you know that's just what you had to do but yeah exactly Ocarina you, you get a guy that's like get good kid. yeah it's hard to go back to though on the N64 like with all the with all the remakes and all the the other ways you can yeah. play it it's kind of unless you really just want that experience it's it's a little hard to go back to 
uh that in way all honesty, but... yeah i only i really only kind of want to go if i want to go back to the ocarinas mm. i just pick up my 3ds i don't want to there yeah that or uh, like, that or uh the majora's mask you know on 3ds yeah, at this very moment i am playing majora's yeah. mask on a nintendo 64 oh you are uh, Majora, with, with an mask. rgb mod the, the picture looks really nice nice i'm um, sure it does i'm sure it does that's like, one of my favorite Maj games Juro's on the 64 mask. honestly uh, that game, that game's awesome. I, I like it better than Ocarina, but that's just me, you know. But uh, yeah, it's it's a, the it, grind. it's the more artistic of the of the two games, I think. But you know, that's the thing though. It's like Nirvana. You listen to Nevermind or something like that, and even Kurt Cobain kind of admitted that it was a little overproduced. But I listen to that. It doesn't sound like it's from '92 or what. Like it, like it's not a. It's it sounds freaking amazing today, just as much as it did back then. If something's good, it's it's just good, you know. Um, yeah, there's going to be, you know, there'll be issues with how it aged or something like that, but like Link to the Past is as good today, I would argue, as it, as it was when it came out. Um, and th yeah, no, no, yeah. For, for sure. I think, I think, uh, that's a good point though, is that even though it does seem overproduced, it's still really good regardlessly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. Apparently you need to bump my mic up or something. Oh yeah. Know. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. So things are probably a little different. Let's put up desktop yeah, no, audio. We had issues. There we go. We had issues. Okay. Keep going. Talk, yeah, talk. Anyways. Uh, yeah. anyways, yeah, I, I just pointed that, but yeah, I actually did. You ever see the behind the the scene? The was it the uh, crap? It's the behind the music, not behind the music. It's the classic albums on Nevermind. Uh, yeah, yeah. That actually is my favorite. One of my favorite episodes of that, just because I love how Butch goes into like. I think my favorite story is just the the one for uh, Draining was like, oh, that take was no good. Uh, add another Mesa on there. Oh, yeah. it's not good. <laughs> add, add the jazz and like there's like five guitars overlaid on that track and. It's I like, know. I, I think I think that's why I love that track so much. It's just like just in your ear. Dun, 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 dun. It's like so heavy, but yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Grohl yeah. bought Grohl like went ahead and bought that analog console. You know, he like bought that whole console to record for his own studio. Um, oh yeah, for wasting light and stuff. I just need to pick that up too. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, like like uh, that's the that's the thing. That's kind of. Uh, that you know i i feel like i mean peter peter's you know older than me by a year or two i think i'm and knight and i are the same age yeah. uh, uh emerald how old are you sorry <laughs> 30s i'm not gonna get too okay. close to so, security questions so no. 30s but i mean you know so i mean but pat and nick are are the young guys and and they relate to each other really closely on a lot of stuff you know just from their generation and stuff but uh i'm just but, glad it's nick's part of us because he's he's technically the youngest now yeah so i don't have to feel any pressure anymore yeah for sure uh, but anyway yeah it, it, it's I cool have to be jason new kid so yeah enough of embarrassment for one day happy birthday pat hope you have a great uh weekend and just oh yeah uh, i did i actually i actually got two cool things on my roommate well three well i got three things i got this shirt from my sister who got me this cool inuyasha shirt inuyasha, got yeah. the 90s, and she got me this cool statue of uh conan, conan. Inagawa from case closed nice and then the and my roommate got me the case closed movie so nice one it's like they keep they they're doing this again. I think this is really cool though, because like it's case closed. But the, while they do that, they actually do go with the original and Detective Conan now. Mm -hmm. So that way they have both of the titles. And I and I guess I don't think I brought it on the show, but this is a a, a Detective Conan slash Case Closed is uh, hands down my favorite anime. Period. Yeah, um, you mentioned that. Yeah, I, I yeah, but yeah, I love. Yeah, I, no, actually, my my birthday's the ninth, not the eighth. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's tomorrow. Yeah. But it's all good. But yeah, yeah but so uh, almost, you almost Martin. 
I have a patch package coming your way. Uh, as so, uh, oh assuming your house is the same address, right? You haven't moved. <laughs> because... I moved. Back. I'm just joking. Now, yeah, yeah. same house. Same house as uh, I've been since 19. So yeah, yeah. So I apologize that it's not going to get there by your birthday, but I I, I, I no am worries, putting dude. something together. So anyway, it's awesome, man. I'm excited. I will bring up the browser. We can talk about when's the news. Your, your birthday? What's your birthday again? Two days after, th well, 28th, the end of uh, the end of the year, December 28th. So I was okay, born, I'll like, I was technically an 83 kid, you know, but, yeah. and that was, like, really when the video game market crashed. But, uh, but yeah, I was technically born in 82, so. I'll have to get you something nice for your 40th. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for my 40th. <laughs> I haven't even started thinking about it yet. I'll fly, I'll fly out and visit you for your 40th. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. We could... Uh... So uh, yeah, we uh, we both uh, we both got to check out this movie that's coming out, I guess tonight or tomorrow. I don't know. So, I get it's supposed to be out today, right? The eighth is when I think it, it's supposed it's to out be, last but usually night. they show it early on. Like, oh, Wednesday. that's what it is. Yeah, see, it's uh, technically is out on the eighth, but they showed it. Uh, they always show it late on Thursday nights. So some yeah, folks have Wednesday, seen it. Already. It's weird. It, it depends, yeah. like because like when I saw Star Wars, it was like on a Wednesday night. So it's it's really strange. I don't know the the whole thing. With well, it, but... I mean, we saw it we saw it a week before, right? And then there were other people yeah. that pre-screened it even a week before we did. I mean, technically, the film's been in the can for like a month or something, you know? Yeah, probably more than that. But so yeah, actual release dates are kind of iffy. But anyway, um, you liked the film, right? I I did actually. I think uh, honestly, I think I liked it better than the second one. Me too. I thought uh, I help. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Wait, you mean the first one? Yeah, I liked it better than the first one. We both liked it better than the first one, uh, for different reasons. I mean, I've heard some people say that the first one maybe had a better like story because it was like the setup, but uh, and this one was definitely not so much about story. It was just kind of like bonkers. <laughs> I keep saying Did the first one just... have a story. Do either of them yeah. have a story? I mean, yeah, like a little <laughs> bit, but I mean that this one was definitely like not really so much about the story and much more about like introducing the characters and then just creating chemistry with the characters and like building their personas, yeah. you know? Yeah. In all I mean, honesty, that's on all honesty though, I, I kind of, I don't how, how vague spoilers can we get? Cause there's one, there's one thing I want to talk about that I think is important that is totally spoilers, but not really. I don't really okay go ahead but uh, i don't think we should spoil it, uh, it for anybody yeah i'm just gonna say that that the, the, the that there's a focus more on the the character the main three characters and eggman than it is the human characters so i think they toned down the human interaction of the characters which i liked a lot yeah but well, there that's is gonna be great until the third movie when jim carrey retires uh, he probably just said that out of reaction he did the same thing with uh when um with the gun violence with the uh, kick-ass 2 Mm -hmm. He said he was going to retire or just stop doing violent movies, and he didn't have yeah. to do that. And so. he said he wouldn't do, you know, he he said a couple of times that he doesn't like to do sequels, but he did Ace Ventura 2, and he did uh, he this. did Dumb and Dumber 2, you know, and he did a bunch of uh, a bunch of sequels. So I don't know, maybe he just, uh, I think he just kind of emotionally goes up and down. We'll see. Yeah. So so I'm I'm at the things that they already have the third one announced. Yeah, and I don't think Jim Carrey's. Then I think he already has a contract signed, so I think he might. It might be like, yeah, after the contract for the third movie is over, is probably what he's gonna say. Mm. So they, they already do... announced that they're gonna be a third one, right? Yeah, they they could do what the comics did and have uh, the Western Robotnik uh, essentially get killed off and be replaced by uh, the Eggman robot. 
Right. Yeah, that, that's a good point. They could do something like that, or they could uh, go a different route, because I know that Eggman's not 100% in all the games, is he? He he basically is like the the only ones yeah. where he's not are not the ones worth mentioning. Right, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Maybe they could maybe they do a Knuckles Chaotix spinoff. He I, was in that too, wasn't he? He was helping. He set was. Up oh yeah, he Sonic, was. Or Metal Sonic. Sorry. That's uh, what also, I wanted. Let, let me go ahead and, and just kind of uh, announce that uh, I'm gonna try and do an article this weekend, uh, breaking down some of the references of uh, the Sonic lore and whatever that I can figure out and spot. Uh, on the watch through of the first two movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hold, you, you guys can hold me accountable to that. I'm actually going to try and write that and get that out this weekend because I'm going to try and watch the movie sa- Saturday morning. That will be that great. Works. That will yeah, be great. There was a lot of references that we noticed. Uh, I don't want to spoil any, any of them at all, so I'm not going to say them. But right. honestly, I think we should do like a little, like maybe a, a sure show, like extra where we just do a spoil cast where it's like just spoilers for the song when we just talk about it. Yeah, we'll just be, have to put flags around it saying like don't watch unless uh you really uh, unless you've already seen it or don't care about spoilers but um, yeah because i do want to talk about the, the references in there because there was i still think my favorite one was the, was the uh I, I can't say what's spoiling it but there is one <laughs> i think i brought i brought up to you there's a couple that i brought up to you dave and it's yeah. like that's really cool i know but it, they... invo- it involves coffee is all i'll say okay you know right about, yes dave. i know what you're talking about I mean, they, I there like were, that reference. There were like, there were really like obvious, like in your face spoiler or uh, Easter eggs, and then there were like really subtle ones that you were like, that I almost missed, and I was like, oh my god, that, that's that's cool, or ones that I thought about later, you know, that didn't dawn on me right away. But I, again, I'm gonna need to do another uh, another uh, watch of this in order to get them all. But I mean, em- Emerald's gonna be. Emerald's gonna give us that article, so that'll be great. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I want I want to claim say, the title of uh, of of local uh, Saturn Sonic lore master. So so one thing I wanted to say, and I have a lot of things to say about the film, but if I ha- if I was limited to one, I probably would say that I was so amazed at Edris Elba uh, at his performance because I did not think I was one of the people who was a little skeptical about casting him as Knuckles, and I just thought that it was a a weird fit. And then, like, I can honestly say that he kind of stole the show, you know, because he had that, like, he was just so f- deadpan, so flat and and uh, serious and kind of naive yeah. at the same time, the whole t- the whole movie. And it yeah, was just I did, That's perfect. what I did appreciate about that, is that they yeah. kept the characters' personalities, like, all of them was pretty much one-to-one yeah. of what the, like, it was literally, you know, Knuckles, it's like in the review, Knuckles was, you know, naive and tough and, like, right. rough, and then, you know, Tails is, you know, big, big giant heart. Yeah. And trying to do his best, even though he's he, he messes up sometimes. Right. And Sonic, of course, wisecracking, like, Spider-Man character, which I like. Yeah. And, of course, like, Tails has all the gizmos, and some of them work better than others. <laughs> and it, yeah. And then, of course, you know, uh, there was a part in the middle where it kind of, uh, I, I think, kind of went slow. It was a little slow with the people and, like, a lot of yeah, slapstick I, and, you yeah. know... It was a little... I, I, I did like uh, the guy from. I did find it funny the guy from Criminal Minds was in, and he's right there. Yeah, I forgot what his name. I, I was thinking it the other time. It was like he's it's, cheating uh, on what's her name. Yeah, but yeah, I love I love Criminal Minds though. So it was really cool seeing seeing like seeing him again. So what do you think of the music in in this movie? Like the not the score, but like the picks, the you know rock and pop music picks. Uh, I don't I don't know. Some of it made me want to walk. Oh okay. A little bit. 
Wait, Dave, <laughs> oh, wow. wait, Dave, are you talking to me? I am talking to you. You know what, Dave? You know what? Just walk on home, kid. Walk on. You're not supposed to spoil this for folks, but uh, um, anyway, yeah, no, I what thought. What are you talking about, Dave? I'm I thought, not spoiling anything. So I thought it was. I thought it was really good. I thought they uh, that a lot of the music picks were great, um, and they they definitely. Uh, Tell me ahead of time. Does Crush Forty make an appearance on the soundtrack? Oh uh, yeah, they 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 uh, at the at the middle of the scene when Sonic's fighting Eggman, they jump on the egg carrier and do a soul. No. They're not no. in the movie. <laughs> They're not in the movie. Anyway, so none of the music makes it to the movie? What? It, Jun Sinoa's uh, music doesn't make it into the movie. Uh, not that I remember. Not, Maybe yeah. he did some soundtrack stuff, but there's nothing that I remember. I didn't find anything in the credits when I was writing the article. No. So, uh, um, but it, it was still good. I, I think... I, I didn't mind that. I wasn't looking for it, but, there, but speaking of Crush Foy, there are some references to some stuff of that nature yeah is all i'll say so i guess i was wrong there what there is crush 40 related things right but like you'll see i'm not gonna say anything else it's hard it really is hard to talk about it without uh slipping on on spoilers but i will just say that folks should go watch it and have fun and try not to take it too seriously you'll ruin you'll ruin it if you if you try to like analyze everything and and stick it and figure out like how it all works because it's all really just asinine uh but it's a lot of fun and and again and again it, i think that it's one that folks should go see and i'm really hoping that that uh, sega uh might release uh another franchise you know like put turn uh, space harrier into a film <laughs> speaking of, yeah, speaking of that I, I did want to say a spoiler we can talk about is the intro the intro sega logo i don't yes. think anybody's gonna be mad but yeah, I liked looking at that because you could see like different references. So, off the top of my head, I remember looking around. I saw Jet Set Radio. Yep. I saw Space Harrier. I saw. Knights. I believe. Yeah, Knights. I believe I saw Clockwork. Maybe I can't. I'm I not saw sure, Shenmue. Though. You saw. Yeah, there was Clockwork. There was Shenmue. There was. There was Shenmue, yeah. Um. There was uh, Virtual Racing, and there was also Daytona. Um, yeah. So, can you imagine if they did like a wacky like daytona themed movie about like crazy nascar <laughs> racing or something i guarantee you somebody like dwayne johnson or john cena would be as the main guy yeah yeah do you mind if i ask a question please. no sorry you're not allowed to ask yeah questions. please go ahead I'm joking go for it uh without spoiling anything do they reference just sonic or is there more sega stuff as well just so i know what to expect oh in the in the actual body of the film mm, do they try yeah. to... i mean okay so you watched the first film right i actually haven't <laughs> you haven't seen the first one like so i can't spoil that either because there were there okay, was well, such... I don't care. i'll just watch it tonight but it doesn't really matter if... i'm just gonna go watch the second one anyway yeah you know technically, so... technically dave they're, they're, technically i guess there there is a non-sonic one because technically while it is technically sonic it's technically not sonic right if you know what i'm saying yeah 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 there that's I, the coffee situation the truth is there are yeah there are some and there are probably more that I don't even know about. So I would feel safe to say, yeah, there are, but they're not like most of the references are Sonic references for sure. Like ninety nine percent of it. Like I think that's the only one I could think of that was a non Sonic that there was a non Sonic references that related one. But yeah, once you say it, like, okay, I see what he means by that, but I won't say anything else with that. But yeah, uh, yeah, I did, I did like it. I think they, I think the issue that we, I think both <clears throat> of us had is that there was a lot of product placement in it. Oh yeah, there was a lot of product placement in it. Which is, uh, I mean, do you expect anything 
different from like a kid's like a family blockbuster for spring break it's kind of yeah, like I, I, I guess th there's there's quite a bit though like i think there there i think i guess spoilers there's an oreo one yep. uh where's the other one like uh wasn't there like a pepsi so the, the first movie one? was really really blatant about it it was almost as bad as the power rangers movie right in terms of just shoving things in that didn't like Wait, right this in front one of the or, this one or the last one uh the la the first one Okay, yeah. So who owns Oreo? That's the, who owns Oreo because is it like Nabisco? That's Nabisco. Okay, yeah. The, uh, and and then the parent company that owns uh, PepsiCo. Yeah, so I think there was a Pepsi in there. I'm not, uh, but anyway, that fact is it. Yeah, it's it's like a. There's an iPhone. It's Paramount. Too. It's Paramount, and it's like a kid family blockbuster film. So it's like the target audience for trying to get people to buy shit. But anyway, um, <laughs> there might have even been a. A product placement in the OVA. Now that I think about it, yeah, it was, a, it was a better Sonic movie. There was a. I really want them to do so. I really want them to do a, a, a movie. And I'm, this is not a spoiler. This is just me saying I wish they would do something with Metal Sonic. They might, and they might be like hiding it and and not. You know, there's there hasn't been a hint of them doing anything with Metal Sonic. But you know, I'm a fan of Metal Sonic, so I'm hoping yeah. that they do something with that character. But. Yeah. Also, also, I just want to. I just want to make. Also, one thing I want to say. Yeah. Is that there's no after credit scene. There's only a post credit scene after the. You know, they do the flashy animation. Mm -hmm. So after the credits, if you guys just want to leave, you can. There's nothing after that. So like the graphic credits and then mid credits. Yeah. Scene, then well, yeah, the mid cut scene. It, yeah, and then that's it. There's nothing after the credits. Right. So you don't you don't have to be you don't have to be obliged to stay for the I would because I like the credits and they had some cool music that they, that played yeah and I usually do it anyways but like you know you don't have to if you don't want to if you're that kind of guy just clean up your your popcorn after you leave don't well, leave stuff on the seats we have uh, fifteen minutes left for the normal runtime of this show and now we have like all of our you know news what? to talk about <laughs> yeah I, I can go over if you need it yeah of course we can of course I'm we can I'm not doing anything today yeah so. no I, I was just joking that uh, our if we were if we were going by deadlines then uh, we kind of got a late start because of all the TDs but ogre battle ogre battle um yeah so Paul Matt battle. Aisha, how <laughs> to say that, you know, Pennywise, they released a uh, trans English translation patch for Ogre Battle, March of the Black Queen. This is uh, originally an SNES game that I guess received some uh, enhancements for the Saturn. Yeah, they, they add more vocal lines, they add a bunch of animations, the voice acting. Right. In all honesty, I, pl I actually had this game years ago. I think maybe I grabbed it in a bundle. Right. And honestly, I did not like it. I did not like it at all when I first played it, and I traded it. I think for what did I trade that for? It wasn't a straight. I don't know. I know it wasn't a straight trade for Sparkster because I traded Sunset Riders for that. I actually forgot what I traded. Uh, uh, I traded uh, Ogre Battle for to be honest. Hmm. But I did trade it, so I don't think I have it anymore. But yeah, uh, I actually kind of regret it because I've been playing it, the new one, and I actually really like it. You're talking about um, a new Ogre Battle game, or just a... No, no, I'm talking about the original Ogre Battle on, on the SNES, Bunch of the Black Queen. Okay, and you're playing... And uh... I played this translation, and I really liked it. Oh, nice. Are, uh, what did you like about it? Uh, I liked it. I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> I, liked, I, I liked 
the battle system i like the mechanics where it's like you send units out and it's like a tackle strategy and where it's like you have to it's auto battles and you get to pick the strategies and right using the tarot cards or specials and it's like you have to like uh you have to like find out like you have to send units in uh save your money and pull your resources correctly send mm-hmm. the units in uh send weaker units back to heal up right. it's a really unique battle experience i really enjoyed it it's really ogring of battles this is uh river hill soft and uh quest corporation uh then um tactics ogre which is which is a game i guess in the series right let us cling together that was the that was the later that's technically game a, that's technically a turn-based strategy so game are they all like almost unrelated i think they might be in the same universe but they're pretty much not the same game they're completely different game yeah, completely di- okay. one of them is a tactical rpg like uh like fire emblem the other one right. is a game more like dragon force right and the only reason i mem- mentioned it is because like a, i had a lot of people commenting or you know saying like getting this game confused with the other one and i don't even know yeah, if anybody's working on that yeah i don't know if anybody's working on that one at all i would love it if they did because it is a yasumi matsuno game and it's like uh it, uh, and it's you know very reminiscent of like the the you know Final Fantasy tactics, but um but yeah I need to check this one out because I actually haven't played this game not even on SNES back in the day so this is a good uh, excuse to do it. And... It's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed playing it, and I think I think honestly people should really try it out if they haven't because I honestly was surprised how good it was. Except don't try I, to I, use a yeah. retro bit controller, right? Yeah, no, I think this hasn't been edited yet, but this it's not only the wireless controllers, but the wired controllers as well do not work with this right. one because or the it 3D. loads up a menu. Yeah, it loads up a menu where you have to hit the either, because it has both difficulties in it for the, the hard U.S. release with the translation and the Japanese difficulty. Right. Uh, the thing is that I don't know what happened with the menu. Probably one of these beautiful people in the chat know much better than i do why the controller is not detected and because like uh, this is the first time it's ever happened to me mm-hmm. like every homebrew everything worked with the retro big controllers maybe you beautiful people in the chat will be able to explain to me why this wasn't working and whose fault we should blame but I'm it's sure. the 3d control pad too right the 3d control pad doesn't work it either right yeah so it really you really just need to use a like an oem saturn pad for now. So what I don't understand is that it's a button press prompt. So the 3D control pad, the only difference should be uh, the fact that you are using uh, the analog uh, direction. But the button, the face button should be the same coding, right? No. Why would they change it? The way the 3D analog does the digital is not the same way the standard does digital. Hmm. That's kind of bizarre. So is that, so is this the is this a fault of the implementation from the the uh, team Medusa or the Retrobit? I'm not trying to say that that they're I'm not like trying to criticizing them. I'm just curious, like where's the where's the issue lie? Is it the controller's fault or is it the an issue that Team Medusa implemented it incorrectly? Now for the Retrobit itself, I cannot answer because I have not analyzed the uh, Retrobit to see how it reads into the Saturn. Mm-hmm. For the 3D controller, it is technically Paul Metz's fault, but it's not really his fault. He's doing the standard uh, controller method. He sure. just wasn't aware the 3D controller does what's called a uh, three-line handshake. Mm-hmm. I have and, a theory. Okay, hold on. Okay, <laughs> and because of that, yeah. <laughs> and because of that, that is why we can't read right now. Because I looked through his code, and all he does, he just says, check for A or C. 
he doesn't check for any of the other configs. Right. So that's why we don't see any kind of like <laughs> weird so jumping if he puts a different like button or anything. It just flat out ignores it. So do you think do you think in that case you'd want to we'd want to write something where it's like if a, it check if a if c or if these configurations of a and c on the because I because my thing is that I'm thinking the three that three pronged handshake is also on the retrobit controllers would I be probably correct or is that just an assumption at this point that's what I'm assuming and if that's the case they they at a retrobit did it wrong because they should be doing the normal standard well, uh what if they based theirs off of the 3D because they wanted to be able to implement 3D control in the you, future. You, you need to be able to do both. You need to be able to have a switch uh, because the 3D controller itself has a switch right. and it, it, it allows you to control things digitally because a lot of games will actually not recognize right. the 3D controller at all. Right. But uh, I'm just saying if, so if Retrobit was like, we're designing a Saturn controller... We want to be forward thinking about what we're going to be able to do with it in the future. And even though we don't have analog implementation right now, let's base it off of how the 3D controller did digital or analog, you know, so that we can okay, basically like enable that in the future. The, the default should be the standard controller because that's the one with 100% compatibility. Yeah. No, that's understandable. But like, I don't think any other games like that. I don't. I've not run into any other games that have these issues, homebrew or official otherwise, and no reports of it. So that's why I'm a bit confused. Because if that were the case, then aren't there some official games that don't support the 3D controller? Yeah. Yes. And it's kind of tricky. But they still work with the the, the wireless pad, correct? Or is that not? Is that does they do they not work? Nobody confirmed that yet. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so if anybody can send me a list of games, I'll check that myself. But like my okay, so here's my question: uh, Where what's what's going on moving forward? Is Paul Matt just gonna be like, yeah, it's what it is? Or he said is he's he... gonna fix it in our oh, chat. Yeah, fix yeah, it. Okay. yeah, yeah in he's our learning how to do it the correct way. Yep. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. That that's all I need to know. I wasn't sure if this was a if you need to use it and it's not gonna be fixed, or it's a oh he's working on it, which is good that he's working on it. Yeah, he's he said he's gonna address it in a future update. Um, yeah, and I, I think people. I've heard a lot of criticism of the retrobit controllers. I, yeah. I'm in the middle of that. Like, I do agree that it sh they should have made it standardized, mm -hmm. but I understand why they did it. And if it's and if it's not affecting the rest of the official library, mm -hmm. then I don't. I it's uh, it's it might. I'm probably leaning towards it might be on Paul Met to do that. But like, if somebody could send me a list of games that don't work with a 3D pad, I'll test that tonight yeah. and I'll confirm it. The retrobit controllers okay, are not okay, perfect. So, yeah. I will say that. Okay. Yeah, it's not perfect for sure. <laughs> I, 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 all I'm saying is that yeah, yeah. I, I don't use it for the Saturn at all because uh, it's the, the, there's like some imperceptible or something wireless lag that I just it just bothers me just a tiny bit enough to not use it. Uh, I I use normal controllers for the Saturn. Mm -hmm. I only use my retrobit for for devving. I use them for RPGs and stuff like that. Like for shining Same. shining holy arc, they're totally fine. But I know exactly what you mean, Emerald. Um, it, they're not one-to-one. -one. Well, they're literally not one-to-one. -one. It's impossible. You go wireless, there is some lag. Uh, it, no matter how good it is, no matter how close to zero it is, it's still perceivable. And if you are playing games at a really high level, you'll notice it. But yeah, I mean, I support Retrobit controllers as a, as a thing, like as, a, as an option that folks have. They work. 
they they're definitely lower cost of entry than those uh, infrared controllers and they're not like really hard to obtain but i definitely think that more could be done to make them a better product i'm hoping that retrobit is working behind the scenes to try to you know release like a version two of those controllers yeah and i really like it just for, just for the shiro show just because it's so easy just to yeah, yeah. throw a controller plug it in okay let's play yeah why like haven't anybody figured out easier. why hasn't anybody figured out how to like make another wave bird you know because because i think like nintendo like hit it out of the park with the wave bird controllers yeah that there is I, I mean there's there's third-party ones but oh yeah you know 8-bit dough that's you can get the 8-bit dough kit and i think that's much better i guess from what i've heard then you have to assemble it but um but yeah i mean you could do that there actually so, is an upcoming uh wave bird uh, replacement really mm -hmm. nice. i'll see if i can find the list is is that that one Smash controller? I thought that got canceled. I believe it's a different one. Let me. Okay, Noah, yeah. Before Send we move on that. from this, before we move on from this article, because we have more to cover, I do yeah. want to just really quickly read off the bullet point list of things. Uh, it's uh, as a part of the translation of the game, the following innovations were also implemented, and that is uh, support for variable character width, support for single byte character encoding, support for highlighting the font with color. Support for translucent backgrounds for most windows. Highlighting the characteristics of the character, which are affected by the equipped artifact. Standard voiceovers have been replaced with the better ones from the PS1 version of the game. Change the narrator's voice in the introductory scene that tells the story of the game to the female voice from the PS1 version of the game. So I guess it's a, you know, a yeah, matter yeah, it's, of it's the one that people... plays like Lucky. Yeah, like when you get get a card, just like right. Lucky, boo. <laughs> exactly. Uh, support for increased level of complexity. That one's vague, but uh, uh, and then uh, are we talking about like ge geometric complexity or I, th what I think he, I think he means I think no I think he means actually the difficulty level of the game uh, itself. Uh, uh, okay, the like the engine. Okay, and yeah, then the, flat, the variable difficulty. Yeah, flat level map by default. I have no idea what that means. Yes, yeah. because I haven't played the game before. I can't straight really, like, up instead of at an angle. Ah, okay. So instead of like isometric, just I got you. Yeah. So like this right here instead. So it almost looks like maybe it had been like mode seven before or something like that. Right. Uh, and then they just in in this way, it's not stretched or warped, so you can kind of like make out what things are better. So anyway, that's cool. Um, check it out. And then uh, Pat is going to talk about yet another because I when it rains, it pours. And like in the same day, we found out about another translation that came out. Yeah. Uh, before you just make sure that before oh. you we we you before we uh uh kick it off, make sure we edit that to for Bob's and Retro RGB to make sure that that it says wire both the wired and wireless controllers on top of it already. It's on it's on there on Retro RGB. Oh, okay, you fixed yep. that already. Okay, that's I good. fixed it yesterday. Yeah. So okay, and I, I just, sure I, that I just said that yeah. the only one that works right now is just OEM wired Saturn controllers. No 3D control pad. No retro bit pads of any kind. And then that uh, Paul Met is working on it. Yeah, because and, and this one in here just says does not work with wireless controllers only. Uh, okay, then so the then I updated. Okay, which, then yeah. I updated. I updated retro RGB, and I forgot to do our own site. Then I guess uh, no worries. Okay. I just want to make sure that that, Bob, that Bob's reading is and like it doesn't like. Yeah, absolutely. The, there's no weirdness or confusion. For yeah, sure. it, it is. It is on. It is on Bob's site, so it's just on that one. No big deal. No big okay. deal. We'll fix it later. Okay. Cool. Anyways, uh, the next translation we'll go on to. Sorry about that. Is a Yumi Yumi remix. Sorry, Yumi mix remix fan translation. So yes, this is an interesting one. This this was released on the same day 
as the uh, as the ogre battle patch. It was really weird. I, I was it was like we were like sitting there and it's like oh yeah by the way new fan translates like wait what the hell I think uh, Burnton's actually posted like what the heck and this was a double whammy so this was shadow dropped by Supper on the Sega Extreme forums mm-hmm. and it's a it's a port of the 1995 uh, Mega slash Sega CD game and it's a straight up port so it's a straight one to one port of it so right. uh, it's pretty much uh, it looks like it kind of reminds me of Willy Beamish a bit graphical wise right except good. But no, I'm just joking. But uh, it's kind of a really bi- the story is really bizarre. I played a little bit and I captured some footage. I need to upload that. Mm-hmm. But basically, you play as this girl and ghosts have been appearing over and around her town and her school. And apparently, people have been uh, been uh, I guess uh, what's that called possessed by ghosts and specifically unicorns, like in this one that it'll show with her. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting the way that the story goes. But it's a interactive anime is the way it's described. So basically, right. it's like it's like you have different options. Like it plays the story of the anime. It's like, what do you want to do? Poke it with a stick? Leave it alone? Uh, it's like, what do you want to say? What do you, how do you want to interact with people? And it changes the story a little bit. And uh, the game itself is a is a joint uh, operation between Game Arts behind the amazing Gun Griffin, Lunar, and Granny series, and then the uh, manga artist Izumi Takamoto behind Ochi Panic, Nekal Mirara, and several other legendary uh, mangas. Uh, more particularly, their um, oh, what's that called? The 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 girl the the woman oriented anime. What's that called? Shojo, I think. Is that it? Shojo. Weebs in chat. We got Shojo. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Shonen would be boys. Shoujo, shoujo sounds right. Okay, shoujo. Yeah. There we go. All right. So, anyways, it's more of a shoujo based uh, game. It's really good though. I really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, they added, I think, on top of the the gameplay, they actually added uh, quality of life um, changes. So, what they added was they added uh, honorifics. So, I think they have like you know something chan stuff in the chan instead of like an Americanized right. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have subtitles, uh, singing karaoke lyrics on the top. And you can actually allow it to you can enable or disable skipping scenes. So if there's a like a non a non uh like what's that called a non important scene you want to skip it you can just skip it and not have to watch it. Right. And then I still think it's really cool because it, it adds a level of uh, a level of uh, deepness within the game, and they added quite a bit of code to it as well to get it working. Is that and right? It's really fantastic. Yeah, they add, for that. I think it's like. Was it 6,000 lines or was that Ogre Battle they did? I can't remember. They added quite a number of lines to one of the games. I can't remember which one it was. I was going to ask you if you knew how this... Okay, so it was it was this one that has 6,000 lines of code added to it. Oh, okay. So then uh, hoping for a Snatcher Mega CD to Saturn port is probably out. Yeah, well, the thing is that they they literally just translated the the port of the port that they did on the Sega on Saturn because this actually got ported in Japan. Ah. This was a physical release game, but then they took that port and translated it right to English. I just wonder so, how much work it took them to port this from from Mega CD to Saturn, kind of. But it, you know, the original team. I don't with know. With the source code, it probably was pretty fairly simple. They I don't even think they need to use a different SH two. Right. I'm fairly certain if you if you did the if you monitored the outputs that it's that the second SH two probably didn't even go off once. Probably sitting there uh sitting there T posing. Okay, it was Derek that posted the Yumimi translation, so that's kinda cool. Yeah. I could have sworn it was Burton's, but I I love the art wrong. in this game though. It's it's got really I good art. About it. I didn't 
I just posted it online. I didn't uh, do anything okay. about that. Yeah, I think I just saw it on your on your Twitter. But yeah, I, I do like the art. I think uh, Dave and I were talking about how much we love the pixel anime style from the Mega CD age. Mm-hmm. So I know there's a lot of them. There was that. There was um, uh, Snatcher. There was um, oh, what's the name of the other game? Uh, the the one with Time Gal. Time oh, Gal. Time Gal. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Is there any other ones that were on there? I can't remember. I'm, I might have been mistaken. Oh, we're Lunar, ta- the Lunar games too. Lunar games. How to forget about them? Yeah. Uh, w- w- the the, the uh, not Albert's Odyssey. Uh, Popful Mail. Popful Mail. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So like they they just these games just had like really sharp pixel anime art, you know, and it's like really bespoke for these games. You know, it wasn't just like I mean it was like drawn for this system. You know, and and you get. A lot of games that came out for like the 32-bit generation kind of are soft, a little softer looking, you know. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's just uh, a lot of them are like either interlaced or just uh, or just have a softer look than like the PC88 games and and the and the Mega CD games, which just had like a really sharp pixel look to them. I love those. Yeah, no, and uh, oh, I also forgot there's another game on that list. Uh, I don't. I don't. Have I put it. like that. I put like the Famicom Detective Club series uh, over on the SNES, like in that same category. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's it's sort of the same with the PC 90, 98 stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, maybe that's what yeah. I meant. I, I might have meant PC ninety eight, not PC eighty eight. But uh, but yeah, yeah for uh, sure. Uh, oh yeah. Also, Sir said Yuri Yatsura, my dear friends, is also that. That's a great game. I love Yuri Yuri Yatsura. Speaking of that, guess who also did Inuyasha. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah, the same person that did it back around. Actually, I really love. She does three. She like that's probably one of my favorite manga. So she does three master series. She does uh, Yuri Yatsura, Yurisi Yatsura, Rama One Half, and Inuyasha. So mm-hmm. three three of my favorite ones of all time. So uh, she's definitely uh, she's definitely an amazing mangaka. Uh, I forgot her name off the top of my head. Sorry, guys. Sorry, mangaka lady. But appreciate your work. Thank you. But yeah, uh, there's just so many. I love this pixel art style. Um, yeah. It's whatever really like the style of it. Um, Looks like a lot of fun I, yeah. doing the like the choose your own adventure kind of thing. You could play this a few different ways. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to playing this when I get some time here, probably on a weekend. Uh, when I'm not dealing with the chickens, <laughs> honestly, but this looks like a lot of fun. Probably yeah. going to have Jesse play through it with me. And uh, uh, yeah, have you so you have you already played like a considerable amount of it? I got about I got about a quarter of a way through it oh, when nice. I had to turn off, but I got past the I guess spoilers. It's past the the school night when she turn when she turns to a unicorn. Mm. So I think at that point I stopped. I don't know. I think that's a quarter of the way through the game, but it's about a two hour game. Uh, I I don't think there was any save spots. So, but the thing is that it's like watching an anime. If you're gonna sit there, you it's not heavily like you need to sit there and watch and play it. Right. You, you, it's like watching an anime except there's some interactions to it. So exactly. If you guys are up with that, I definitely recommend that you play it and yeah. or watch it. If you like anime, especially if you like sh- shoujo. Yeah. I'm a I'm a fairly decent shoujo fan, so I highly recommend you check it. People check it out if they like shoujo anime. Yeah, and there's a few and of these. The, yeah. There's a few of these kind of games on the Saturn too, like where it's basically like playing an anime and like making certain choices in there. Like the Dark Hunter yeah. series, or the I've mentioned this before, but like the Emit series, you know, do the yeah, same or, kind or of Revolutionary Girl Utena Re- that, yeah, uh, exactly. that, that Peter played. Right, right. 
Cool. So, yeah. Well, yeah, when it rains, it pours. I don't know. We like we'll go for so long with without much news, and then it's like one day we just get a rainfall. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but that, that's what it's like. In the, it's that's what it is in the Saturn scene. We'll get nothing with improv, and exactly. the next day we get four different articles. Like, oh, calm. Can we let's calm down here, please? Yeah, but keep them coming, guys. I'd love to see two translations every day of my life. That'd be amazing, but. I know that burns so many people out, so don't do that because I want you to be not. And there's still a ton going that 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 are still in the works that are coming out really soon. Yeah, which I'm excited for. Well, um, Forever Entertainment's House of the Dead remake dropped yesterday on yeah. Switch, and uh, Dan wrote a Danthrax wrote an article about it. Uh, yeah, and he's not there in the chat to talk about it, is he? I was gonna I was gonna put it on the spot and see if he was. But um but no, yeah, um I have not played it. I have seen uh lots of uh, video of it and I've it, it seems like people are a little like some people think it's great and then some people are like I'd rather just play the original, you know. So I guess different strokes. Um You rang? I rang. Do you want to talk about your article? Uh, I guess I can a little. Uh, He's like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Just leaves. I I want to know. I want to know what you think about it. Uh, Well, I haven't played the game yet, so there's only so much I can say. Right. (laughs) Um, Uh, Are you? Do you plan to pick it up? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about it because I mean, House of the Dead, I think, was the first light gun game I ever played. I played like the original arcade cabinet. Um, when I was a teenager and um, thought it was Just don't say that. super cool. So, like, that was one of the games that I was um, excited to get on my Saturn when I eventually had a Saturn years later. So, um, yeah, I, I, and it sounds from some of the reviews that are coming out like it's turned out pretty well. Like, there are mixed uh, impressions about the graphics um some people think they look pretty good and other people think they look ugly as sin right um i think i probably lean a little more toward the ugly as sin side but i mean i guess i can see the argument that they they make the game look uh kind of you know gritty and crunchy and um and and dark uh i guess it kind of fits that grindhouse aesthetic of um house of the dead to not have a, a super high fidelity to its graphics but um yeah but, I mean, it's not playing house of the dead for the voice acting uh right and and they they don't have the original music or voice acting they redid those probably for licensing issues but i supposedly it's um they still did a good cheesy job of the voice acting um and yeah it looks like they're using it, the same lines that they did in the original from what i've seen of the video of it yeah yeah i think so and and the music is uh, I guess suitably spooky. Um, it almost sounds like they tried to copy the original as much as possible, but just change it enough that they're not going to get sued. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I, I was kind of um, bummed out that they changed the music though, because I think that's the best part about House of the Dead One is the. Well, that's the weird thing is because they released House of the Dead One on vinyl, the soundtrack to it. So it's kind of weird they redid it if they couldn't get the soundtrack rights to it. I mean, it's just it's money. I'm 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 sure they did this on a particular budget making this game and mm. licensing the music probably was just a cost they felt like they could uh skip out on that's the thing so, that that strikes me and i will say it it does kind of feel like a budget release uh, i think that when people say the thing about the graphics it's kind of a 
it's kind of an intangible thing. You just kind of see it, you know, like it, 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 I don't know, maybe it's the texture work or maybe it's like the, the amount of polygons in the models or, or the way that the, uh, maybe the motion capture is not, maybe the motion capture isn't as good as like some AAA studios put into their, you know, motion capture, but for whatever reason, it does have a bit of a budget release kind of a look like it comes off that way. And then I guess the question is, can you, would you justify, you know, spending like, 39 or 40 so it's 40 euros it's tw- well that's the physical edition you can yep. it, it's it's yep. about 40 bucks to buy it physically um i guess maybe conversion rate maybe it's more in u.s yeah. dollars i'm not sure but it's 25 bucks digitally on the e-shop right um yeah i noticed it's discounted now yeah so i mean if you're okay with getting something digitally then uh, 25 bucks isn't terrible and that is budget price you know you said this feels like a budget game well right. it is budget price they're not charging 60 bucks for the thing right yeah so, so and for, i don't think that uh that um this uh, publisher and and the developers that they own forever entertainment i don't think that they're a particularly high budgeted outfit you know i think right. they are kind of Small potatoes a little bit. If you look at all, these are the high, most high-profile games they put out are these uh, remakes of Saturn games. Right. Um, right. If you look at all the other stuff they put out, and they're kind of prolific, it's all like really kind of chintzy-looking stuff. Some of mm-hmm. it might be fun. I don't know. I haven't I haven't tried it out. But, right. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I think they just offered to Sega, hey, can we throw you a few bucks and license remaking these games we think some there will be an audience for it and sega will pretty much let anybody do that <laughs> anybody yeah. who says they want to I mean, re- I like... revive a, an old property they're like yeah sure give it a shot right i mean we like it's nice to have a, a new light gun game for sure you know um yeah, it's just I... a bummer though that's a like all those issues with it and like i i like i get it like i think the biggest hit though for me is the music is just gone and it's like right that literally was the the game for me like, i know it's a weird thing to say but it's like that music was just so good and the fact that they took it out and replaced it kind of like it's like i get it but it's like at the same time it's like you couldn't do the one thing that a lot of people liked about the game i don't know maybe, and that's just me maybe no i i Being totally get you i totally get you. i'm sure like like, would I be going out on a limb to say that you're more excited to get the vinyl than you are to get this game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's a bit of a sadness, really, because it's like, I love House of the Dead. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and I play it. Every time I have an arcade, there's an arcade event, I play House of the Dead 1 or 2. I beat the entirety of the game. Right. Like, I, I every time I play it, I do. That's just what I do. I, I don't stop till I beat it. Right. And that's sort of my requirement for that. And it's just a bummer that, like, it's, it's a cool-looking port, and I know... It has a lot of cool stuff with it, but the one thing I like about it is like the music is the biggest thing with that, and like the right. I used the gameplay, but it's like if it's completely changed just for the sake of the vibe, it's like why the vi- like a lot of people are saying, oh, I think the review on by Sega Sega X said, yeah, they changed it to make the vibe better, make it more scarier, and it's like it why it doesn't need to be scarier. It yeah. always was scary. It always was uneasy. The pixelated stuff, and I get yeah, I know. I know, yeah, increase the graphics. Like, that's fine, but it's like, I, I don't know. For me, it's like that wasn't a thing that needed yeah. to be fixed. I think the core like, gameplay, the core gameplay and music were classic and they were, they yeah. were great that, um, that anybody today playing them with like a really sharp coat of paint would love them just as much today as they did last. So that's, I think as, as Saturn fans, like all we really want is just like a really nice polished looking 
new version of that classic game, you know? So I think that there are mixed feelings in, in, in that regard, you know, because it's like we, it, you know, it, it, it gets some things right for sure, you know, but I think that it's yeah. obvious that there are compromises, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, like, I do want to play for I myself. kind of appreciate that yeah. uh, a Saturn game has been brought onto a modern platform mm -hmm. for people to easily access and enjoy and you know you, you kind of want to support that because you want to see more of that and absolutely uh, you know, have have a limelight shined on the saturn more uh you know beyond our kind of niche um as as retro enthusiasts i guess you could say but at the same time it's like yeah there it's not a super high budget thing either so yeah. do you not support it because of that i, no, I guess you I yeah. more toward supporting it even right. though it's kind of low budget because i mean if 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 it doesn't get any sales then it's like okay nobody cares about saturn games so don't right make more of it sends but the wrong message if, if it does yeah right it, i think it sends a worse message than like well uh you know we this game got a bunch of support even though it was kind of low budget so maybe for the next one it gets a bigger budget because yeah. clearly there's an audience i feel like that's how that that could work yeah i think know? i i think i might get it digitally and then just kind of wait for to find the the physical on offer up or something like that you know um, mm -hmm. i definitely want to support them now and actually give my money to you know sega and forever entertainment now just to support them but uh but yeah i don't think i can i don't think i can bite off you know 40 for for the physical i want the physical one just because i want to collect it but you know it's 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 yeah. tough i think the disappointment yeah go ahead I will say in their defense, uh, Panzer Dragoon Remake, they got a ton of like post uh, post launch support for yes. free. Yes. Afterwards, mm -hmm. like for example, the remastered soundtrack. So I could say uh, there's a history of them probably doing the same thing for House of the Dead Remake if they really wanted to. Right. Yeah. And that'd be cool. It's just weird that like they went all out for the original the, the Panzer Dragoon Remake soundtrack. Like that was fantastic. That was well done, and I love the soundtrack of it. But it's like it's really weird that they didn't do it with this one it's like yeah whatever it's like it doesn't matter it's like you're no it matters it's an iconic soundtrack like mm -hmm. i mean the the level one the, the curian mansion the first level is the most iconic music in 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 my opinion in, in sega history right like if you think of house of the dead you think of that theme and you guys know which one i know i'm talking about right yeah of course I mean, they even used it in two, so it's like, why would they do that? So some people might not care about this, obviously, and then, but then some people like Pat do care. So it's it's a it's definitely a valid feeling, you know, it's a de valid feeling to express, and I definitely think that it it, it kind of plays into the decision you have to make whether to, whether to pick this up on day one or whether to wait. You know, maybe it comes down. It is discounted uh, via the eShop, but it might might come down even more. Um, I want to see it do well, but again, I think that my general sentiment is a feeling of disappointment that Saturn games can't garner that kind of like support for like really putting uh, big dollars into these things. It's like, we kind of almost have to accept that we're always just going to get budget titles, you know? And I'm not trying to say that as like being a super negative <laughs> about it. Like I definitely want people to support Sega and support these projects, but I think that it is kind of the, the kind of the, I've resolved myself to just feel like, okay, if they're going to be remaking like virtual cop or something like that, it's probably going to cut some corners because I've just got, I've just become used to that, you know? Um, yeah. And, and it's sad because even like, uh, even like new franchises of the series are getting like, 
like I guess uh, half, half like half, third bananas like uh, posting, like uh, or th- or third banana release because like I know when Soccer was dropped, it uh, while it it wasn't like completely ignored and like not supported. Mm-hmm. I think that it didn't get like it didn't get like the the, the advertising stuff that something like Yakuza got, right. Or like the, the 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 quality didn't go into that as much as Yakuza didn't. I did find it really weird how that Yakuza Yakuza like a Dragon and Soccer Wars switched genres, because like Soccer Wars became went from an RTS to a beat 'em up style game. Right. Yeah. While uh, while Yakuza like a Dragon became a turn based exactly. game. I I thought that was weird. Like I don't know. I know Burnt and I know uh, I I know uh, see when you like that you liked Soccer Wars a lot, right? The eighteen and twenty twenty. The PS4 version is okay. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, this was definitely one of those games where uh, the Yakuza had. Uh, what's that guy's name? The one that turned into a Yakuza, essentially. Oh yeah, the, the monkey ball. Uh, Nagoshi. Nagoshi. Yeah. He definitely has a culture of, um, of like keeping the budgets, resp- uh, keeping the budgets in check, which is mm-hmm. very smart, mm-hmm. especially since this is basically a new, the first new game in 15 years. So yeah. it's understandable. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Did the Yakuza guy, the guy, did Yakuza work on Soccer Wars? He's well, the head of he was the head of like all he, Sega. He games. was in charge of like all Sega games. Um, oh dang, yeah. Uh, yeah he, he was he, he just was, left recently too, right? Right. He's he's out, so somebody else is kinda in his place. Um and it's kind of speculated part of the reason he left was because Soccer Wars did not do well on top of, you know, a, a number of other issues. It's sitting around like four hundred thousand units, which is fairly good, I think. Right. I, I, yeah, I, just, I think they I wanted feel, bigger for it though. I just feel really bad that like that's what killed it, and like people are like, "Yeah, Soccer Wars kill- is the reason why he left, and Yakuza went downhill." It's like, no, don't please. I just want Soccer Wars games, <laughs> please. No, yeah. don't don't build a reputation. I just want more Soccer Wars games. Like, I mean, I mean, like e- even Burton's just bought three copies of it, right? Yeah, I was that was just a joke. I didn't actually do it. But oh, like, damn. okay, so like full disclosure, um. It's like our our duty to talk about this stuff, right? I mean, like, yeah. we no no word of a lie. We want you guys to support Sega. We all do. We're huge Sega fans. That's kind of the line that we're supposed to toe. And I mean, the thing is, it's not in, it's not disingenuous. I do want folks to go out and, and support Sega with their dollars now. Don't buy used. You know, it's not going to help. Uh, it's and 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 Dan's right. You want to send the right message. Everything, but to not mention this stuff and just kind of shill it, you know, uh, and it's, just say it's, it's great, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. It'd be the same as if I told you Retrobit controllers were perfect. They're not. I mean, I uh, yeah. I, I broke the D pad on one of them. You know, just playing a fighting game. It wasn't even a big deal. You know. Um, um, so stuff happens. They're not, they're not perfect. They, they there's always room for improvement. Um, I'm a little you know like yeah I'm a little miffed sometimes like that that we kind of that you know if it was a Nintendo remake it probably would get the gold polished treatment you know and and uh, but that that's part of being a Sega fan I guess honestly and and again this a is a show in this, in this, exactly. in this industry yeah exactly and 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 again we this is the kind of stuff we have to talk about on this show at least to just at least to just address the elephant in the room but um but definitely for for a twenty five dollar digital game I think that it could be a lot of fun um it's not something I'm going to play with my son at this point I don't think he's old enough they're they're asking for age verification you know so uh you know. I, I might I might wait a little bit. Yeah, I, I'll have to see. I pre-ordered it physically. I don't know if I might cancel that. I got it through Amazon, so I don't know yet because I'm 
you know, like I said, I, I don't want to, I'm going to play it eventually. I just don't really want to go out and play it right now because it's like, mm-hmm. I don't really want to rush, especially if they're going to make changes to it and updates. Because if they had a classic movie, a um, music mode, mm-hmm. I'll play it again. I'll play it and it'll probably be fine. Like, it'll probably be an 8 out of 10 for me. But, like, See, just the music, like, this kills it for me. And it's sad I say yeah. that because I like the genre a lot. No, I mean, I know, uh, and I'm going to sound like a broken record talking about Final Fantasy XII, but here's an example, okay? Final Fantasy XII is kind of a budget release on, on the Switch. I mean, like, when you mm-hmm. consider the fact that you can pick it up for 20 bucks, and yet all of the mainline Nintendo games are still, like, 50 and $60 games, right? You know? So yeah. there's, like, this huge, huge, meaty game, RPG, square RPG, right? that they gave you three soundtracks they gave you the original ps2 like midi soundtrack with the samples they gave you the sakimoto uh ost and then they gave you a reorchestrated version that you can switch to on the fly between wait this is all in final fantasy 12 this is all in the final fantasy 12 remake on the switch you can literally go into the you can go into the menu and you can switch between them on the fly and it just kind of like blends so you're listening to one version and then you're listening to the other version on the fly and it's like okay if they can do that for what is essentially a budget remake that kind of sets my expectations is all i'm saying that kind of sets my expectations for what i wish uh companies the kind of effort that i wish companies would put into it now i do acknowledge that Final Fantasy 12 was a huge game and they probably knew they were going to make bucket loads of money on that remake. So I, I definitely understand the arguments that everybody's making. I totally understand that Forever Entertainment is probably doing the best they could. Maybe it's a licensing thing. I'm hoping, like like uh, like Seawind said, maybe they can work something out and they can bring the, the soundtrack uh, at a later time, you know? So I'm crossing my fingers for that and, and hoping. Uh, but anyway, I, I do want to thank Dan for writing this up for the site, and I'm looking forward to more, for real, uh, yeah. yeah, more write-ups that you, that you do, Dan. So appreciate sure. it. My pleasure. I just have a quick question. Absolutely. What's up? Is this controller only, or do they use the uh, motion sensor, whatever, on the Switch? I think there's options for both of them. So you can use the gyroscope in there, or you can use the gyroscope plus the fine-tuned controller, like aiming. Yes, right. as stated right. in my story. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can, there's essentially three options. One of them is kind of a hybrid of the other two. You can either use the gyroscope uh, with uh, a Joy-Con. Um, joy, the gyroscope motion kind of like it's uh, a faux-like gun. Or you can just m- move your cursor with the D-pad. Uh, or you can have both of those things enabled where you can kind of you know, make larger move motions with your gyroscope and then fine tune it with your D pad. Cool. Whatever you feel with. I've heard that option kind of takes the most uh, getting used to kind of weird, but maybe if you are able to get used to it, that's maybe the best way to play. Cool. Yeah. I miss Wiimotes. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah me like, too. What was it? House I, of the I Dead uh, overkill was, was a lot of fun. It was it was really it was really crude. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it had a lot of uh, language in it, and uh, I wasn't I was I, I was only able to play it with you know a, a friend my age or like myself. Like I was able to show Jesse, but yeah, House of the Dead Overkill was kind of fun, and using the Wiimotes made it a lot of fun. So, switch switch motion control is like iffy. It's like on and off. I I've, depending on the game, you know. So, but it's cool that it's there. For sure. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, any last words before we? Uh, I guess we head out. 
yeah, I did find that uh, that third-party wave bird. It's by Retro Fighters. It's called the oh. uh, the GC Battler, and there's another version that basically swaps the D-pad and the left analog sticks uh, positions. Yeah, Retro oh. Fighters. I, I think they're okay. So definitely worth looking into. They have a their own third-party uh, wireless adapter too. Huh, I'll have to check it out for Saturn. For the, I know they have the Saturn one as well, the Brawler controller. The Brawler, so yeah. That's definitely one I w- want to try out, but I've never had a chance to pick one up yet. Cool. But yeah, all right. I think that's uh, that's about it, right, Dave? Yeah. Other than uh, thanking our Patreon uh, patrons, I think we have a new one since the last show. Yeah. Uh, let me get the. Yeah, I'll, we'll just shout. So those in the 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 ten dollar and up, we'll shout the new guy. Uh, so uh, I want to give a big thank you to Emerald Nova, Joannis Fetz, Blue Moon 95, Derek, a.k.a. A-Team, uh, Mountfus, Nutrageous, Robert Ramsey, uh, Tanuki Trev, and of course, Young Money Swee. And then our newest patron, let me see if I can get the get the, the order of the list down. Uh, yeah, this is... Patreon kind of sucks with that. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, actually, join date. Uh, let me get it right here. Uh, we got... Uh, we got uh, Emily. Emily, just Emily, Emily somebody, I'm not going to say their last name, but just Emily is the newest patron. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but if you guys want to get shouted on the show, uh, if you pledge at the $10 up level, you'll get shouted on the Shura show and get a bunch of other cool extras like early video releases, um, early podcast videos and stuff like that. I think that's $3 and up actually. Uh, but if you guys didn't, if you guys can't uh, support us uh, that way, you can also support us financially through our Threadless store. We have some awesome shirts that designed by Dave. Uh, we might have some new ones coming up. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm talking to somebody about maybe doing something. We'll see. Nothing's planned yet, but we'll see for sure. I need to talk to uh, AM about getting the one with our faces on the, yeah, on the shirt. Down. Yeah, that'd be cool. I just mentioned that. I didn't mean to put him on the spot by doing that, saying that live, but it was just me thinking out loud because I was like, I need to talk to him about that. I think it'd be cool. rad. Yeah, I think it'd be rad for a Shiro Show shirt. You know, I'm down. Yeah, and if you guys, uh, if you guys can't support us financially for any reason, uh, you can always like, subscribe, comment, ring the bell, and here share us out on Facebook or in Twitter at Playstick of Saturn. Uh, we have a lot of different media sites to share us out on. Just let people know. Like, subscribe. Like I said, ring the bell. Do it twice. Ring the bell twice. No, actually three times because if you do, if you're not doing it, then you'll do it. You'll unsubscribe, then you'll ring it again. So. Yeah, if you do that. That's if you're not. But if you are, just yeah. don't hit it at all. Just leave but it alone. But seriously, like... Read the bell an odd number of times. Like, liking the video yeah. and just commenting something tells YouTube... Gives YouTube a lot of information just there. I mean, it, it, that, that tells them that you like what you're watching or you're engaged in what you're watching. So if you just give us a thumbs up and comment, it's amazing what that will do, <laughs> you know? And then, yeah, uh, yeah looks, if you're looks willing... Looks like AM25 gave us our okay for that shirt, so... That's rad. That would be rad. Um... I, we will be sure to send him a free one. Uh, and then uh, I, w- I have a shout. I, I have a shout that I forgot about and I need... So uh, Hitomi told me that um, Private Eye is involved in the Waska project. And I mm-hmm. did not credit them in the uh, article because I wasn't aware. I know they work with the Pseudokai stuff, but I didn't realize they were doing... Uh, that he was doing um, debugging and stuff like that for the Waska project as well. So I wanted to shout Private Eye and just say thanks for... Uh, what you guys are doing there and super excited Dude, about Private, uh, Eye, Private Eye is pulling like I know pulling all this weight inside the community like putting news in the reddit yeah uh, talking in the discord sharing information he's like yeah all over the place so, yeah, yeah so we appreciate and... 
for sure. Yeah, and I and I'm excited to get a hold of the the Waska once that's all ready because I think same once 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 it's it's ready to go and you know roll out I think it might be the go to Saturn peripheral where it's like you get a Saturn you get this and you're good. Yeah, you're good to go. That might be that might be the ultimate startup for Saturn stuff in the future, which I think I like. Yeah, I think so. I think that it has the potential to be. We'll see. We'll see the execution, but. Uh... I mean, and, and yeah, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on him, but I, I mean, it's I open source. It's open source, and no, you know, as people can get involved, you know, people can make it make it better by getting involved and 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 helping out with the project. But right now, it's like basically Tomi, Cafe Alpha, Private Eye. Um, those those are like the main guys behind like the pseudo. So uh, anyway, it's it's exciting. Uh, but other than that, I just wanted to refrain. Happy birthday, Pat. I hope you have an excellent weekend of uh, with your Dirty 30 and uh, that you, I don't know, just have fun. I don't know. <laughs> don't get into too much trouble. Don't go to jail. No promises. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, happy birthday to Pat. And uh, you, must, you must remember to play your Sega Saturn. Play your Sega Saturn or else I'm coming to get you. Peace.